Money Matters. You're listening to the never boring Listen Money Matters podcast, a show about personal finance for people who don't want to give up their daily Starbucks hat. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm dude, I'm, I'm good. I'm drinking whiskey. Uh, you know, getting all loosey-goosey, <laughs> trying, to, trying to loosen up here. But uh, So today, uh, we're going to talk about uh, a big, big topic. I think it's like the biggest topic ever, and that is how to save money. That's a big one. It's big, right? Yeah, that that's pretty big. I'm excited because um, I am not good with saving money. Never have been. You are the expert in saving money. You're the one that helped me to start my savings, which I finally did. Now I have money, and I'm not as you know scared anymore. But uh, so I want to ask you. Let's take let's take a uh, a scenario, if you will. Okay, since. I know I'll I'll use myself as an example. I'm I'm a guy, you know, I have uh a job, normal job, okay? Maybe I make forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. Even I don't even know if that's high or low, but um that's what I was making at one point. Um and I have a house, okay, so I have a mortgage, right? Right. Uh, I have a car payment, I have a cell phone bill, I have, you know, bills just to keep the house up and running. Um and you could say I have a family. I mean, maybe I have a wife. Maybe I have kids. Maybe I don't. Okay, so maybe just kind of work that in there. Um, how do I save money if I'm this person? Like, how? What do I do? Like, how do I start? And like, because I know a lot of people uh, say, well, and I know I have friends uh, that I can uh, cite who will say, like, you know, I can't save money. Everything I make goes to paying bills. You know, doing you know just living. Everything I make. Okay, right. so I can't save money. That's what they say. I can't do it. So, so I mean, I, I think that's complete bullshit. Uh, I mean, like absolute full of shit, and that that's the uh, excuse. And it's great to have excuses, so you don't have to change. Okay, but that said, and I and I agree. Okay, but how do you convince somebody that what they're saying themselves is bullshit? Like, how do you convince them? Like, what? Um, what are they doing wrong? What do you? I mean, what, what are your what are your suggestions for somebody like that? So, I mean, if you came to me or someone came to me and they're like, you know, I can't save any money. You know, I make forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, and all goes toward kids and house and all all that yeah, expenses, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be like, all right, you know, let let's get into the details. How much you spend on your house? How much you spend on your car? How much you spend on this? Mm-hmm. And you know, once we start listing it out. And you know we peel back like the layers of the onion. Uh, we're we're gonna find like things that you don't really need to spend your money on. I mean, do you spend two hundred dollars a month on coffee? You know, if you have no money and your back is against a wall, and you know the the house payments due, and you're not gonna make it. Well, you know maybe you can't buy coffee. Maybe you're not allowed to buy coffee because you haven't been smart enough. You know, maybe you got to make a, a coffee at home with your French press. Right. And now, and then, you know, and then they'll ask, well, why would I save money? What's the, what's the point of saving money? Because, uh, you know, I, I know there's things like, for instance, myself, right? What I decided to do uh, and, and what you've helped me with was let we took a look at my finances. We saw where I was spending money 
and we cut some of those things. So one of the things that I was able to cut was my cell phone bill. So I have an iPhone and I have AT&T and I was spending $100 a month on my AT&T bill. So what I was able to do was hook up with my mom. <laughs> Wait, nope. want to <laughs> rephrase that. I was able to team up with my mom and my dad and my brother and we all have AT&T. We were all paying our own separate bills and we decided, you know, let's just all get together. We'll pay one bill. We'll cut the, you know, I, and then the reason I didn't want to do that in the first place was because at the time I bought the, I was stood in line for the iPhone. So I had the, Me too. the I had, the, I had the plan, the unlimited data plan and everyone else. And they were cutting everybody else back who, you know, who weren't grandfathered in. So I didn't want to lose that. But the truth is I don't really use my phone that much. I'm mostly in Wi-Fi areas. Like I, and nowadays you, you're pretty much in Wi-Fi wherever the hell you go. Right. So yeah. I decided to cut it. So I was able to save $30. I'm now paying instead of a hundred, I'm paying 70. So I was able to save thirty dollars a month, and I and and but I acted as though I was still paying a hundred, and I took that thirty dollars and I made an automatic withdrawal into a savings account, thirty dollars a month, which is sounds like nothing, right? I mean that's kind of like nothing. Three sixty a year. I mean, it adds money. up. Yeah, yeah, it's money, and it's like, and it was just like one of those things, like I just kind of automatically put it away, and and that was it, and so that was just one little thing that I changed. That I was able to put that money away. Now, has it like I, I and I? St- it's still sitting there. It's still collecting. It's still growing. And now I feel better because I have this little like cushion now to work with. But it was just that one little change, right? right. So, I mean, what else can people do as far as like? Because I, because you say like not like to make coffee at home, right? Which I also did because I was spending money on coffee and they, you know, make lunches at home and those you know little frugal tips or whatever. But I know, right, right. Some people just don't like doing that. <clears throat> and that's cool. Like, uh, I actually have a, a post about this. Like, uh, it's called Plug Your Spending Leaks. And it's just things that we waste money on. And it's not about, you know, being a miser and having mm-hmm. less. It's just about less waste. Like, and I know we're going to go into depth on, uh, you know, bank fees yeah. in, in another podcast, but that's like a huge waste of money. You know, uh, there was a point in my life, I was like 200 something dollars a year that went towards fees. And it's, you know, $2 at this ATM, you know, $3 at that one, like stupid stuff. And imagine like, you know, if you had someone just gave you like $200 right now, you know, that'd be awesome. You could have a killer dinner. You could fix that thing on your car, your house. And that's just like a a little like easy change, you know, not paying bank fees. Right. And I think we, you know, if we look at other things, like there are ways to save on your energy bill without using, without like having to use less electricity, you know, and uh, those are easy ways to save money. Yeah, but I think what people will do, and I know this is something I would do, is that Let's say I would save that I would save on my energy bill or I would cut something. I would you know, like I was spending $10 a day eating lunch when I worked, okay? When I worked for a company because I I hated bringing my own lunch. It would I would have make an excuse it would get soggy or something or it just never it didn't taste the same as it well, you know, made fresh or whatever. Um, but it wasn't like I took that extra $50 I was saving uh, a week and put that into a savings account. That's not what I did with it. I just had right. you know, I just you, you know, had an extra fifty dollars that I would just end up spending on something else dumb. Maybe I would buy ten dollars worth of coffee that day or whatever. And I would I would have justify that by saying, Oh, I have ten dollars today. I didn't spend it on lunch, so yeah, you know what? I will go to the bar tonight. Or you know, I or I will, you know, buy this one thing because guess what? I saved fifty dollars this week. People 
and myself, I'm like, I'm putting myself in this category. I would not, like, I, I, I could not put that money into a savings account. Look, I mean, that, that's cool. I understand it. It's, it's classic, like short term thinking. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure if, you know, you're listening to this podcast, you know, down the line, I'll be a broken record. But the reason that, uh, this happens is because you don't know where your overall spending goes. Like if that was the last $50 to your name and then you were on the streets and broke, you know, you wouldn't spend it. Like, you, I mean, hopefully you wouldn't do that to yourself. And uh, like the overarching like term, like this technical term is budgeting. And, yeah. you know, people like, oh, well, shit, I'm not an accountant. And, uh, you know, that's how I, I am. No- yeah. Yeah, and it's like I, you know, I have no sharpened pencils or you know, nice grid paper. To you don't need any of that stuff. We have all this great technology. It's free. It does the work for you. And if you know your your budgeting software goes to you and it's like Matt, like you can't spend this fifty dollars because like you're effed if you do. You know, and it just sends you an automated alert and you do nothing. You know, maybe you won't. It's just like uh, so. It's subcon. It's like a. Because it's like, because here's the thing. I'll be honest. I mean, if, how can you cut back when you don't know where you stand? What are you cutting back from? But sorry, right, if, yeah. If you don't, yeah. If you don't know where, yeah. That was that was one of my big problems. Like I didn't know where I was. Like I didn't have an idea of what my money was doing or where it was going. Or I just kind of knew like I had to pay bills. I was getting money, and then at the end of the month, I had nothing. You know what I mean? Or whatever. I was living paycheck to paycheck. Like, but that's the thing. Like, there's. We can go into software too, but to me, I'm like, what's a calculator? In fact, I have a calculator on my desk, right? And this is how stupid I am. If it has the little M plus on it, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like sometimes that M plus, what the hell is that? And how do I get it off the calculator? I get so angry, I just throw the calculator out and I'm done. I'm not, (laughs) I can't get the M plus off. I hit the tax button. I hit the rate. I hit the MU or whatever the hell. I I don't know. I think you have to hit MC. Uh, memory clear <laughs> oh okay no i see that now is that what that means yeah that's what the m means memory yeah so you could like you know i had no store idea. numbers and shit, really but yeah yeah really i didn't know that <laughs> i've been using a calculator my entire life i never knew what that m meant i never had to use it but re- regardless of that like i think what you're saying and let me let me see if i can get this straight you need to maybe sit down before you start, you know, cutting back on things or, or trying to put your money into an account or whatever. Like, we'll get into that. But you really need to sit down and figure out, like, where your money is going. Like, what, like, make a list maybe, put make a spreadsheet or whatever. You just write it down on a piece of paper, right? So write yeah. down, like, how much you're spending on, you know, all your utilities, all your monthly expenses. Include everything, right? Include the coffee that you buy every single morning. Include- so, so it's easier than than tracking. I mean, than writing it all down on paper. Although you could do it, like each time but, but, you do something, right? Yeah, but but you got to think of it like this. So over the course of the month, you know, you're having difficulty with money. How much time do you spend, uh, you know, belly aching? Over not having money or like worrying. Yeah. You know, you're walking to work and you're like, shit, I have no money. You know, and that was like 30 minutes you thought about. You're just 30 minutes, you're just bitching in your head about having no money. And, um, you know, maybe it adds up the course of the month. You spend like, I don't know, 10 hours belly aching over having no money. Take two of those hours that you're belly aching right. and make a budget. And then you don't need a belly ache because you know. And the software will tell you. And uh, 
you know, can I spend this $20 on uh, gum and Skittles and whatever? Yeah. You know, the, the budget will tell you. The software, it's all automated. All right. Well, let's go into that then. So let's say I'm, I'm, I'm new at this, which is technically I am. Um, the first thing in, on the road to saving money is to budget, right? Or to create a budget, right? Is that what I mean? Even before the budget, you need to categorize your spending. Like you, you, if you look at your credit card bill and you have like fifty line items of all this stuff, and it's it's like pretty meaningless. Okay, you know, uh, you need to say like this is restaurant, this is you know coffee, this is rent, and once you start to categorize, you'll see like the a bigger picture and trend. Like oh my god, like I just categorized like a thousand dollars in restaurant expenses, and like just even the act of like going through that and realizing like holy shit, I spent a thousand dollars on restaurants. Like then you can at least make a mental note. Like I need to spend less on restaurants. I have a problem. Right, and I think. I don't want to say subconscious. It's conscious. Like you're looking at that and saying, <laughs> wow, I just spent – and I've, I've, I've done this. So this is recent for me. I, I looked at my restaurants and I'm, or alcohol and bars is for me. So I, I look at <laughs> the alcohol and bars category and I'm like, holy crap. Like I spent $500 this month on drinking when I literally have a fully stocked bar in my own house. Like wh- why or how did I do that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, OK. Let's say. Let's say I were to just – subconsciously now now that i know this information now that i have it like this information is made privy to me now i know when i go out i mean i won't stop spending like i won't go out and like not buy the 800 beers that i'm going to buy that night but maybe i won't do it as many times in the month right so maybe i just maybe that one time my friends are going to a really shitty dive bar and it's like you know what i don't really like that bar and the only reason I was going to go is because everyone else was going, but like I really don't like going there. So you know what? I'm going to skip that one time. And that one time will probably be a hundred dollar night, right? That's a hundred dollars that I could that now subconsciously or whatever I now have at the end of the month. I have that extra hundred dollars because I didn't go out that night. All right. Yeah. So you're saying we categorize everything, and I do agree with that. I think that was a huge help for me, and uh, I want to plug. A specific program that I use and I encourage everyone to use, which is Mint. Like that was Mint is awesome. I Mint, swear my life by it. I Mint mean. was a here's the pro here's the thing with Mint, okay? Uh when you have no money, Mint is extremely depressing. It's like you're looking at <laughs> red numbers and negative symbols and you're seeing like, oh my God, I it's depressing and you don't want to look at it, right? But you have to force yourself to look at it because when you I have started to enter reality, yeah. Yeah, because when I started looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to spend a hundred dollars a month on or a hundred dollars a week on groceries. Like, what am I buying? Like I'm not like I should stop buying gold shavings for my scrambled eggs. Like I don't need that, you know? <laughs> not that I was doing that, but uh, like you just start like, okay, well, I'm gonna try to spend fifty dollars on groceries this week week rather than a hundred. Now I know that's not realistic for some people. I'm single, but um, like you can make these little, you start to make these con- like conscious decisions once you see it, right? And that's exactly what I was doing. But and and, and use mint like again, that's huge, and that's for people like me, right? Who don't want to write shit yeah. down. I don't want to write anything down. I don't want to keep a spreadsheet. God for no way. I do not want to keep a sp- spreadsheet. Suck. I hate them. Right? My friend does that. My friend has a budget, and he like he now he gets he is a he has, he gets a kick out of like. 
when I get home from work, I can't wait to write things in my little budget. I can't wait to like plug in the numbers. And he like, and he was never like this. He was the guy that, you know, we used to spend our paychecks on cap guns when we were kids. Like he, now he's like into it. So he would, he'll go onto his Wells Fargo account and see like all the things that he spent and he'll plug in these numbers into his, his spreadsheet that he built. And that's great. That's like the way he wants to do it. And that's if you want it to do works. it. works. Dude, it does work for works for him. Yeah. And he knows at the end of the month I have X amount of dollars to spend. Now, he I does, don't want to do that though. No. God, no. And and he, and he doesn't save that money left over. He just knows, "Hey, I got an extra $400 this month to spend. I'm going to go let's go blow it on a Greek tapas. You know, let's go <laughs> let's go do some crazy restaurant wine thing." Um, but no, like I and I use Mint because what Mint does is it it takes that Entering the numbers out, it's gone. It just automatically says, and this is now. This doesn't work if you use only cash. I mean, I mean, you, you can, it can work that way, um, but it's I a find little more difficult. Yeah, yeah, I find it easier when you're using like debit cards and credit cards and and those things to pay for stuff. Um, and yeah, you see, like you you see your categories, and that was huge. That was helpful, right? So once, let's say you 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 create this like. 50,000 foot overview of, is that how you say it, right? 1,000 foot overview of the saying? Sure. Fine. Some overview. (laughs) Sounds good. Right. You have some (laughs) overview of all your expenses and spending habits. What do you do next? Like, what's the first step to saving? Like, and not monthly, like continually saving. Right, right. So, uh, you know, like, you're going to categorize, you're going to budget, yeah. you know, you're going to try and cut some expenses down. And, uh, the, I mean, like there, there's two ways to do it. One, it's like the trust yourself method to do the right thing. And the other is I'm not going to do the right thing. So I have to trick myself. Okay. You know, so if you're going to do the right thing, you know, you could leave it in that account you can put it in savings, you know, maybe investments in the future, something, um, if you don't trust yourself, you should definitely set up some kind of automated withdrawal at the beginning of every month or like directly after each paycheck and siphon off like some of your cash to a separate account that uh, like a savings account that's not accessible by a card. You can't access it, you know, by swiping your debit card. Right. You know, and um, I mean, that's that's how you start building a cash hoard. So and that's what I did. So like what I did was I – well, first of all, I want to uh, say that I'm not allowed to have an ING account. Um, <laughs> I burned that bridge and now they won't let me have one. So I had to go with something else. Why can't you have an ING account? <laughs> because I used to have an ING account way back in the day, right, when like ING like first came out and there was like online savings account. And I'm like, oh, I'm a nerd. So yeah, sure. <laughs> had no money but no business having one. But yeah, sure. Uh, and then they came out with orange checking or electric checking or whatever the hell it oh, was. Yeah. So I was like, cool, I hate my local bank. So yeah, of course, I'm going to be an internet nerd and go with the uh, checking. But of course, I'm the guy who overdrafts 40 times a year. And I just started racking up fees like crazy. And instead of blaming myself, who was the only person to blame, I called up ING and screamed at them. I may have mentioned some things about his mom. I may have said some things I wasn't very proud of, and they put a little black label on my name and social security number, and now I've been trying for the past like three years to get an account with them, and they just say, uh, well, they don't say I'm blacklisted, but that's really the, they're like, oh, no, you're not allowed to have an account with us, we're, we're, no. And I'm like, well, it's been like 
six years since that happened. Yeah, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I ended up having to go to Ally, right? Right. Which is just another online savings account. And I'm fine with them. I'm not, I mean, they're okay. Um, it's a bank. It's a bank, yeah. Um, and what I did was um, I made it, they take out $50 every two weeks. And that was, it's low. It's not a lot of money, right? So um, I would get, I get my paycheck or at the time I was getting my paycheck every other week. So like every other Friday, twice a month, um, biweekly. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they would, and, and so that it would automatically take out $50 come Monday. So it would take, like I would have it take out on Friday and then it would, you know, actually leave my account on Monday. And it wasn't a big enough amount. It wasn't a huge amount, right? So I was taking, it was saving a hundred dollars a month and in five months I had 500 bucks, right? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. And I just, I, I, I just, I decided myself that I'm like, all right, I'm never going to touch this. This is going to be my like emergency savings account. Like it just, it's just going to continually, I'm just going to continually blindly put a hundred dollars into it a month. Now I have, I have increased that over the over the year when things got a little bit better. So like I was, if I made more money, I'd say, okay, well, I'm just going to bump it up to $75 now every two weeks. And then, because it starts to grow faster. And when you see it grow like that alone, like once you get over, I think like the $500 mark, you're like, oh shit, I got I'm on to something here. Like <laughs> this shit's real. Cause you start to see positive numbers in your mint account and you're, and you start to feel like good and you don't want to, you don't want to touch it because It'll diminish, and that's kind of where the situation that I'm in now is. Now that you know, when I first started the min account, it was depressing, and I hated it, and I didn't want to look at it, and I was really like depressed. But then once I started that savings account, and within six months, it started to look better. Like it just everything looked better, and like that's how I started, and now I feel pretty good. But I, but again, I'm the person who took that step to do that. There are people, and I had the money to do it really. You know what I mean? Right. But there are people, and I can name names, like friends of mine who say, I can't afford to do that. I can't even afford $50 every two weeks. I can't afford $100 a month. That's bullshit. I, you know, I know, like I know, and I try to tell them, but they don't want to hear it from me because I'm the I'm the guy that's inter- like nationally known as the guy that's bad with money or I'm not <laughs> nationally but like within my group of friends like I'm the guy that you don't want to talk to about that. But like that's why sounds I'm, like they're in denial. So but how do you get, how do you how do you like mentally get over that hump? Like how do you think somebody could mentally get over that hump? Oh, of not being able to s- like, save because you spend everything or Yeah. I mean, you you have to look. You you have to Peel back the layers and just see, like, I mean, this guy, your, your buddy, yeah. who spends everything that, that he makes. Um, and I don't doubt that he spends everything that he makes. But, uh, you know, what I'd be really curious to, to hear or to see is, like, if you challenge him, is he willing to, you know, open the books and show you, like, where the money goes? You know, it's like, ah, you know, no, it's private or whatever. And, you know, I'm private with my money. But if he's complaining about this and he was not willing to, you know, put his money where his mouth is, so to speak, you know, show where it's going, um, I wouldn't believe him. I'm sure he's blowing it on. Something stupid. Yeah. 
So you think that who knows? So is there any way, shape, or form? I mean, could you give anybody, um, how do I want a pass because they were legitimately living beyond their means? They were legitimately like every single cent went to just surviving. Are though are there cases like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are, there are people who work at you know minimum wage jobs and their families and they have it hard, right? There are people who are living on like nothing, and but they're living and they're eating and it's tough. And then you have someone like your friend who's like making forty, fifty. Yeah, that, that's like the average household income in the U.S. So he's he's doing average, and you know I know the middle class is getting crushed, but yeah, and that's what's you know, happening, yeah. Uh, you know, what kind of car does he drive? You know, I love nice cars, you know, but, uh, I can't afford them. I don't, I don't need them. And it's a terrible way to spend your money. Maybe instead of the BMW, they go to the Civic, like what you did, you know? Right. Yeah. It sucks. The seats aren't heated, but (laughs) dude, like you don't deserve heated seats. If you can't afford it, I mean, if you can't pay for it, uh, why should someone else pay for it for you? you Right. And but all right, so let's let's talk about that for a split second, okay? Yes, I got rid of. I, I had a BMW. It was costing me way too much money, and I got rid of it, okay? But I was able to get rid of it. Luckily, some people right. are so like buried in the dead of their car that it's practically impossible to get out of it. You know what I mean? You'll end up owing more. Like like for instance, like I was able. To, I only. Uh, I was only in debt to the car about $2,000. So $2,000 was tacked onto my new car, but my new car was a way cheaper car. Okay. It was a, you know, it was, I went from like a, 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 a BMW four wheel drive, you know, to a Honda Civic. Like it was all right. A, all right. Let, let's, let's look at cars for a second. Okay. Because cars are, are terrible. And you know what? I, I actually don't own a car. I mean, I live in the city, there's mass transit, but I think like most people, like, don't need a car. Oh, and I need a car. Would pro- it would probably be better for you. You'd probably be a healthier person if you didn't own a car. First of all, in terms of money, like, you know, yeah, maybe you sell it and you lose some cash. But, dude, what about the maintenance on the car? What about the gas? Like, there's, like, all these hidden expenses that are not usually looked at. It's, like, just the car payment. But, like, yeah. the insurance. Do you need to pay for parking? Like, these are, like, crazy. I, I live in... uh Hoboken and right. it's like it's like the Jersey Brooklyn where to park your car it's two fifty dollars a month. It's like a hell of a lot of money. That's like that's, that's like crazy. the equivalent of a lease of a pretty awesome car. Right. Let alone that gas prices are really high and so you know you get rid of your car, you take the two G hit, you start biking a little bit, maybe uh getting some shape. And you know, when you can afford it, then you can get the car. But, but I, yeah, but that's not practical for everybody, right? Because like I live nowhere near anything. I need to drive everywhere. Like I have to go to the bank. I have to go, you know, get a haircut. <laughs> uh, I have to do like things that require me to drive. Like I can't ride my bike to get a haircut. It's not. Even, there's <laughs> not even one. Cl- like it would be like a ten mile trek. Okay, and I know there's people like it. You can talk about living in the middle of you know central Pennsylvania. They're not near even a Walmart. Or like a convenience store, so like right, it's not practical for everybody. So, but, so but, fine, but uh, there there are also like uh, a sharing services like Zipcar, but not in. Where, that's that's made. You're talking about cities, though. I'm talking about like 
rural. Nope. I'm talking about like, you know, places that they don't have these amenities and these extra things because there are. I mean, I, I like I I'm live sure, in I, yeah. there's not a single zip car near me. Not a, not at all. Right, right. I, you know, I forget the name of the service, but there's that uh, new startup that started, and the uh, they put the pink mustache on the front of the car. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it, it's like a car sharing service where you go online. You're like, I need to go here. Someone else is going there, or we'll drive you. You know, and you pay some little fee to them. You you might make a friend. You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, look, you can get there, and you, or you could call a cab or something. And you know what? Maybe when you got to pay each trip like eight bucks, and it's not so convenient that you can get in the car and burn fifty gallons of gas. Like maybe, like you, you wonder, like uh, I, I don't need to go to the bank. I'll just do it online. Or maybe instead of McDonald's, I'll just make some food at home. Yeah, you know? and there's and I'm sh- and I'm, like I've been trying to convey this to him, like just a cutting back on certain things, like, um, like for instance, I know he was taking horseback riding lessons. Okay, now I said to him, <laughs> "When are you ever gonna buy a horse? And like, when are you ever gonna need that skill in life? You live in the apocalypse. You live in South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You live in like ba- practically the city." You do not need to know how to ride a horse. Okay, See, I can it understand. It blows my mind that you guys have cars. I thought you only used horses to yeah. get around. <laughs> <laughs> we do live in the hickiest part of 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 Jersey, but uh, but yeah, no, no, no. It, like, and I just told him like that's probably something you really don't need to spend a hundred dollars a week on. Like, it was a crazy expense, and um, there was other things like. Uh, and I'm sure there's like there's things that he's into. Uh, he's got hobbies that cost money, you know. Um, I'm sure I'm sure his wife does as well. Um, and you know, just cut back on like. And I agree, like you can cut back on just one thing, like one thing a month. And and what you do with that one thing is, and you just say, I'm going to still spend it. So I'm going. It's going to still act like I don't have it. Like once. You know, let's say it's the horseback riding lessons as a terrible example. <laughs> and he was doing it every Saturday. So it was a, it was an expense. And let's just call it $50 a weekend. Okay. Right. He's, he took, instead of taking that $50 a weekend and putting it towards a hobby that literally has no value. I know it's fun, but it was like one of the many things that he did. Uh, you took that $50 a, a week and put it into an online savings account, something that automatically withdraws from your account weekly or biweekly or however you want to set it up. But I, I think the key is, and this was the key for me, was to have something automatically come out of your account, like have something automatically come out of your checking account so, and deposit absolutely. it into a something well, automated. I, I want to go back to, to the horse thing real quick. Okay. And, you know, because, um, look, maybe there's like something in his lineage and his great granddad was like yeah. a horse something, breeder, I don't know, whatever. You know, and then he has to go. That's fine. You know, like, dude, if you got to go horseback riding, get on the horse. If, but, if it's uh, something they're, you're they're passionate like, about, then yeah, I think you yeah, should do it. You know, but, but there are ways. First of all, like, you have to. Okay, so there's two things. One, you know, there's tons of services like uh, Groupon or Living Social, and you could you could save bulk purchases. You know, um, like when I go out to eat, like sometimes we use Restaurant.com because if I'm going to go to this place 
and it's cost me 150 bucks, but I can get a $150 coupon for 75 bucks. Like I'd be an idiot not to do it. And you have to think like, well, it's, it's annoying. I have to go on to Groupon and, you know, find this thing or I have to go to restaurant.com and find the, the gift card. But yeah, dude, so how much you, you have to think like, how much is your time worth? Right. Okay. You know, so you maybe you make, you know, $20 an hour or whatever number you make, you know, um, if it takes you five minutes to save $20, that's like a great use of your time. Right. Right. It, it might even be, I mean, I didn't do the math, but it might be on par with like working. You know what I mean? Like if you could save $20 by spending less than an hour, you saved yourself an hour worth of having to go to that job that you might hate. Okay. I'm going to make another argument. I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, against saving. Okay. So I used to have this mindset. I'm not kidding. Okay. My mindset was I'm young and I could die at any moment in time. I could literally walk out my front door and be hit by a bus. So why would I want to put money away that I'll never touch? Or like, why would I want to save for retirement when I'm living currently right now? And instead of putting that $100 a month away, I could use that $100 a month to have a really good time doing something now. And So, you know, that, that might be the golden question is if – the money you spend is directly correlated to the happiness that you have. Okay. And uh, they've actually done a ton of studies on this, you know, and we can go and talk about the studies, but the long, the short of it is that it isn't, it isn't directly correlated. And I think if you were honest, uh, you would agree. You could go to that bar that costs you, you know, $20 a drink with the same group of friends or you can go that you would go to a bar with, uh, or you could take that same group of friends and go to the bar and it costs you five dollars a drink, and the things that you talk about and the people you see and hang out with, it's not more fun to spend more money on drinks because it's the people you're with and it's the time that you're having, and I think uh, and the only thing that they that they showed actually gives you happiness correlated to the money you spend is donating to charity. People, people who don't even have money to to spend when they give to charity, that gives them like lasting happiness. Or giving gifts to friends, like during Christmas or whatever, that makes people happy. Not you know, expensive drinks. We like them, but it's a fleeting happiness. Right. I, hmm. giving money to charity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sound like such an asshole, but I don't like giving my money away because I don't have much of it to give away. Look, and me, I, me neither. And I always say like, oh, I'm going to be really charitable when I have a lot of money. But you know what the you know what I think about is that when is that when does that day happen? You know, when is that day when I when I have a lot of money? Because it's ne- it never ends. Because I could be no. I could be probably making four hundred thousand dollars a year, like. Basically rich. And you're going to be trying to make 500000 Yeah, you're and trying I'm going to be like- to save to the – it's always like that. But I think it is uh, when you reach that point of like FU money Yeah, and it's it's different for every person. But when, it's, when you have the breathing room and the freedom to kind of – like, you know, I'm taking those horseback lessons because my, my great-granddad was a horse breeder or something and it's really important to me. That's cool. 
because you have that breathing room. When you have that breathing room and the extra money, you know, you may donate to charity because you're a really charitable person. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're making $400,000 a year, you're probably donating to charity because you're saving a shitload of cash on taxes. <laughs> right. Which is, you know, a selfish reason, but you're still helping other people. Yeah. So what I'm going to say on that is that um, saving your money, right? Putting away, let's say, even if it's $100 a month, $50 a month, whatever. Once you have accumulated, I'm so glad I said that word correctly. Once you have <laughs> this money, it becomes this, like, this cushion, right? This, this thing that you know exists, and you know it's yours, and you know you're not going to lose it unless you do something idiotic, but it's there, right? So it's almost like you lose the stress a little bit. Like it, like even if it's $500 cuz you know that it, when if if push comes to sh- shove or you're in dire straits or, or something happens, you know you have this like this this access Dude, to, to this, of- this great transformation happens. It's like when you're spending everything you have uh-huh. and you know that you're screwing yourself, it's like this self-loathing that keeps you doing the same thing. And you can't get out and you don't know how to get out and it's too hard. You don't know. And it's just, you perpetuate the cycle. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing that happens is once you start saving and your, your cash hoard could be this little tiny, you know, bit of cash, like the $500 you saved, or it could be a thousand, $10,000. It's like, you get this feeling of with great power comes great responsibility because when you saved $1,000 in your head, you know that you can go tomorrow to the Apple store and buy a MacBook Air all in cash because you have it and you could do it and you would love it. You'd be great. But like, wait a minute. It took me a year or whatever to save this $1,000. But if I made it to $2,000, then I could buy a MacBook Pro. Or, you know, when you get to $10,000, you're like, I could buy that RV or, or I can get, you know, the pool that my kids want in my backyard or whatever. And what happens is you, you still buy things that you want and that you need, but you, you start to appreciate like the, the freedom that you have. You, you loosen the belt a little bit. You know, you're not so stressed. Right. Maybe your hair grows back. Like, you know, maybe, <laughs> that would be maybe, awesome. maybe, maybe people go bald because they're stressed, man. Like, maybe that's my problem. Like, maybe that's why I'm bald is because all my life I've been bad with money. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe, maybe if you had $10,000 in your bank account, you'd have like a, you'd be in a bigger hair band or something. <laughs> so can we call that the Spider-Man syndrome somehow? Is that a thing? It could be a thing. Yeah. Because with great power well, comes why great, the Spider-Man syndrome? Because with a, great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's in that movie, Spider-Man. What? Why? Why are you saving money? Because you're effing Spider-Man. Because you're Spider-Man. Because with great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. Drink responsibly. No. All right. So here's what I want to do. I want to wrap it up, right? But mm-hmm. I want to wrap it up by putting get putting an action plan together, right? So let's. Whoever you are out there listening, okay, listeners, subscribers, whatever, uh, this is Andrew's like step-by-step way to start saving money because really I think the hardest part is just starting it, like just, Absolutely. Like, just getting started, putting that first 
fifty dollars in that account, right? And then just and then just shutting your brain off. Like don't ever look at it and just let it happen for like half a year. And then go back and look at it and you're gonna be like, oh shit, I got like five hundred bucks. Or like I got six hundred bucks. Um so let's start off. I'm a guy um, I'm spending all this money. I I can't save. I'm I'm a skeptic. What do, what's the first thing I should do? Like real quick. All right. So okay, real quick. The first thing that you should do, the quickest and easiest thing you should do, is you go to listenmoneymatters.com and read the budgeting <laughs> for dummies post because it's all in there. Shameless but, plug. <laughs> slick plug. No, but seriously, like mint.com is free. First yep. thing you do, sign up for mint.com and add in your accounts. That's like ten minutes max of work. And you know what? Just do that. And then go to bed. And then go watch TV or whatever. And do nothing else. Okay. And tomorrow, take 10 more minutes and categorize your stuff. And that's it. And you don't even give it more than 10 minutes. Right. Because, you know, just, money yeah. is annoying. Yeah. And, you know, over the course of the week, you'll have easily categorized your spending for at least the last month. And you'll have an idea of where your money went. And knowing, that's like, it's like more than half the battle. It's like all the battle because once you know then you are empowered to make changes okay and you once you could see that you spent a thousand dollars on beer you could you could decide to not do that all right so set up mint number one set, right. set up categorize see where you're spending all your money see where your money's going okay exactly second thing you need to do so um i mean look at look at the stuff that you categorize yep uh, I would even say like if you wanted to go like so minimal, I think you could probably take actionable steps from that. Um, but like a very low hanging fruit beyond that, you can create a budget. Like very simple, rudimentary. Just be like, look, I know that I spend a thousand dollars on beer a month, but uh, I'm gonna only spend eight hundred dollars. You know, just yeah. decrease it a little bit. Mint will automatically send you an email and be like, hey Matt. You already spent eight hundred dollars on beer. Uh, you need to slow down. Okay, and then you could decide. You could you be like, yeah. no, f you, Mint, and I'm just going to spend two hundred more dollars. Right. But at least like Mint could be your friend, and they could just reach out to you, and be like, hey, you know, like you're being a little crazy. Slow it down. And for most people, that's more than enough. You know, just just knowing it's Mint is like that close friend or like your dad or someone who's like looking out for you, like you know. Do what you want. It's your life, but uh, you're kind of screwing it up. All right, so set up mint. Maybe create a budget. See where you're. You know, start and you're and like you said, plugging spending leaks. Right. So yeah. things that you're spending, like you just look at it and go, "Wow, I'm spending way too much money on beer." Because a thousand dollars a month on beer is ridiculous. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, just seeing where you can cut back, I guess. Seeing where you can like just pull back a little bit. Nothing. You don't have to make drastic changes because I think making drastic changes makes people crazy. Like right. going, you know, I'm going full vegan. <laughs> like I'm not like I, I'm going like whole hog. Like I'm going to quit smoking. Like done. Like ugh, you're just going to make yourself crazy. Not that I condone smoking or anything, but like just it's, some, it's like a big, big, big change. So maybe like what I did, for instance, like is, you know, see if see if there's a way to cut back on your, um, you know, cell phone bill. That's one. Yeah, thing. exactly. I know. I know some tips like. I got rid of cable, which was, you know, everyone gave me shit for that. Like that was like, how the hell do you get rid of cable? How do you get rid of HBO? How are you going to watch The Wire, dude? And I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, well, you know, getting rid of cable. I mean, I was spending like $150 a month to $200 That's a month. It's crazy. It's yeah. insane just for entertainment. I could get Netflix for like eight bucks. 
And that's what I did. I got Netflix and I got Hulu. I was spending $20 a month. And, you know, I still need internet. But, yeah, it was it saved a ton of money. And I used that. I put that money in my savings account. So that was huge. But I know a lot of people can't do that. But I say, if you say you can't, I dare you to try it for a month. I'm so, yeah, You'll be surprised. Seriously. You'll be surprised. You know, take, take the Matt challenge. Just one month. <laughs> one month without cable. You will be surprised how much you don't. How much you don't miss it, like, and then if you want to go watch like sport, I'm not a sports fan, so it's easy for me. Like, you know, I know people are like I gotta watch the sports. Go to a bar, you know what I mean? Yeah, literally. Like, how many times a sport? Well, I mean, I guess sports do come on a lot, but like, or go to your friend's house. Yeah, go to your friend's house. Like, like, socialize. You know what I mean? Exactly, make it, make yeah. a point to socialize. Save some money. Whatever. Um, that was one thing I did. Uh, another thing I did was um, like the car. I got rid of my car. I saved money on the car. I, I, you know what I did. I fucking called my insurance company and I was like, how much am I paying a month on car insurance? And they were like, you know, $120 a month. And I'm like, you know what? All right. So I went and called four other companies and now I'm paying $75 a month. Dude, I saved like 50 bucks just by calling, like, and just setting up a whole new insurance company. And it's like $50 perpetuated for forever. Right. And it took you like 30 minutes, maybe an hour to to do it. It was a, yeah, it's a little time consuming, but totally worth it. Cause that $50 hours of work in the future. Yeah. That $50 goes into the savings account. So now that we've, we've, now that we've budgeted, or I'm sorry, now that we've set up mint, we've, we've, we've created a little budget. We know where our spending leaks are. We, we try to cut back things. So I'm going to count that as three. We're going to try to cut back and see where we can just shave off a couple of dollars. Right. And we're going to accumulate all those dollars. Okay. And then what are we going to do with those dollars? Once we've, let's say it's only a hundred dollars a month. We were able to, we were able to cut back on cause it's not killing yourself. I mean, that's not going nuts. That's not a big change. Okay. Right, right. If you, especially if you're taking little bits from all these different pieces of your life. Okay. Um, what do you do with that money now? Like, what do you do with it? You look towards your most expensive debt and you give it all to that debt. Oh, so now we're getting into it. We're not talking about saving. <laughs> we're not talking about saving. I mean, I mean, look, uh, if you have been so lucky to be living by the seat of your pants and you're not saving yeah. and you're not underwater, you take that $100 and just stick it in an account and we'll, we'll do a whole like separate thing on putting that money to work. Okay. But you're either putting that money aside to work for you, to earn money for you, yes. which is really not that difficult. Which is saving, or, right? Saving. Yeah, and, and which invest- is saving. You know, saving slash investing. And investing has a scary word yeah. mentality, but it's really, really not that difficult. Scares and me. we'll we'll talk about it in the future. So you're either doing that end of things or you're you're paying down that debt because probably one of the most expensive things, you know, in your monthly life if you do have debt, is that debt. Right. Because it's like paying those – I mean it is bank fees. It, you're paying for nothing. Yeah. You know, you're paying hundreds of dollars or whatever and you are getting nothing in return. You know, $100, uh, if you make $20 an hour, that's five hours that you didn't have to work. You could have just taken a day off. Right. You could work four days a week instead of five days a week. Um. Uh, you know, that's if crazy. you didn't have debt. And yeah. so and so you say if you do have this extra money and you are in debt, you should put the money towards that because the more money you put towards your debt, once that debt is paid off, now even if it's a hundred dollars like if you might have skyrocketing debt, like huge amounts of debt, and people go, Well, uh, putting a hundred dollars a month toward towards it isn't gonna make a dent, right? And I do want to go on a whole thing about credit card debt, but but if we're talking about just, you know, saving money 
uh, and putting that money towards that, get that paid off. Because once you get that paid off, and I know this from firsthand experience, once you get that debt paid off, you have no idea how much money you are going to have extra a month. Like it's crazy. All of a sudden you're like, well, how the hell am I have all this extra money? Like what, where did this all come from? Oh, that's right. I'm not paying, uh, a $75 minimum balance fee. And then it just keeps, it never ends. You know, like I'm not yeah. paying that bill anymore. I forgot that that's and a look, hundred dollar bill a month. You, you take your, uh, canceled cable, you know, your, your television. Yeah. You take from that hundred dollars, you shave seven ninety nine. you get yourself Netflix. You'll be entertained for the rest of your life. Yeah. More stuff you can never watch. Right. And that, you know, uh, $93 or $92 you put in every month against your debt. And uh, at the end of the year, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And that's also a lot of money that you didn't pay to the bank for no reason. That's a tough mindset to get into, I will admit. It was a hard thing for me to grasp. It, it, it you got to start somewhere. You do have you to know? start somewhere. So let's say if you don't have a credit, if you don't have any debt, all right, or at least it's manageable, and you just have this extra $100, do we start – how do we start a savings account? Do we, now, do you, do you prefer somebody start an online savings account or like at their local bank or with a bank that they already have a checking account with? Uh, I mean, they're, they're all going to be equal cause they're going to pay you nothing point, nothing percent interest. Okay. So it doesn't putting, matter these days, you know, uh, putting your money in any of these accounts, you're getting nothing. You're getting pennies. Like, so you're, you're just putting in an account for in a holding pattern. And then you're going to listen to our future episode on investing or go to the blog and, and read about it. And, okay. you know, uh, because Sitting in a bank, it's as good as under your mattress. Really? I mean, literally. Okay. Yeah. Except for the fact that someone can't steal it when they break into your house. Right. But plus you're accumulating oh, – man, I'm using that word a lot tonight. Plus you're, you're, you're gaining all that money and it is going it, – it, you're saving it. You're not using it for – Look, look. don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't mean to you know, downplay the saving. It is like crucial and you should be doing it. Um, you just put it into whatever account you have, you know, if you trust yourself, leave it in the checking account. If you don't open a savings account with your buddy at the local branch or online through ING, just don't curse them out on the phone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. You know, so you, you could pull it out of your checking account, put it there, but like, um, you're, you're using, you're going to have a little bit of money that uh, you're going to keep as like your nest egg. Yeah. You know, when you break your leg and can't go to work as a dancer or something. Emergency fund, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to need to have a little bit of that there and investing is anything on top. All right. So I, so, and this is in my, in my shoes. Like I just, I have a savings account. I have some money in there. I'll tell you how much I have in there. I have $1,500 in there. Nice man. Yeah. That was from uh, starting in January. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. But uh, so I put that money in there. It's sitting there. It's collecting dick interest, meaning nothing. Uh, but it's okay. It's there. I know it's there. And I'm personally afraid of investing. So when we get to that episode, uh, hopefully I'll be able to break my investing. I'm not going to say cherry. Yep, I just said. It. I just said <laughs> well, it. because I was I was going to say I was I was like walking in New York on my lunch break, and I think Bank of America they're actually advertising dick interest. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, if, if that's something you want, I mean, just go to Bank of America. 
Oh, you get a dick interest savings account. It is <laughs> no fees. If you're listening back in America, you could also sponsor this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Bank of America does not have dick interest. Uh, they have a very good, they have very good fees, right? Very good interest rate. Uh, anyway, no. So, all right. So basically, to, to wrap this all up, okay. Uh, fucking get your shit together no no, no, i mean i'm sorry to be brazen but like get your shit together dude put your put all your finances in on a piece of paper even if you want to get started right start a mint account it's free like get all your shit hooked up 10 minutes of your time look at what you're spending your money on that was huge for me like look at where your money's going because even if you don't take any action you look you subconsciously take action on things it's crazy how weird it works but it does okay and once you do that start figuring out ways to shave off like some of your expenses like again you don't need cable i mean you might but you can shave off your your cell phone bill you can check your insurance your car insurance your homeowner's insurance like anything like just shave off get that get extra money somehow okay Some there's a weeks. there's a way right there's a i don't give a shit if you're spending uh you're you're telling me that you're you every single month i can't do it because I, every single dollar i you know no bullshit you there's a way to do it right and then once you do it and you can take the andrew approach which is pay it towards debt which i agree with uh, or if you don't have debt, put it in a savings account, uh, which Andrew says is is not a waste because it isn't. Right? No, no, it's, it's just, not a waste. It's just not the it's not the smartest, but we'll go into that. Or put it into an investment account. And I want to talk about investments account at another time because that's a whole other topic. But you can do yeah. what I do. I just put it in an ally account. I get 0.9% interest, which means I make five cents a month or some <laughs> sm- nominal, f- nominal, nominal, anyway, some small fee. And it doesn't matter because the money's just sitting there and it's just this little comfortly pillow thing that I know, like, man, if I get stuck somewhere or I can't make my mortgage payment this month or something crazy happens, I know, well, at least I got this $1,500 that will just save my life at least for a month and I'll just figure it out from there. But it's just nice to have it. It's It, it, it reduces my money stress and it didn't take me long to build, like less than a year to build. And it took it took nothing out of me. Like it was like the easiest fifteen hundred dollars I ever made. And even though, like, you know what I mean, it, but it's there. It's and it's a, and it's the best part about it is like if you have a mint account, that's a plus fifteen. Like that's a green number. It's a nice yeah. big fat green number too. Like they don't they don't skimp on the colors. Like it's green. You're like sweet. And you don't want to see that number drop. Like it's so like weird how like when you have these large numbers, like you don't want to see them go down. You get very like you get super anal about like you know where you spend your money. Like I don't want that number. It's a kind of like a game. So that's what I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna wrap it up, Andrew. I I want to thank you for uh, just enlightening us about this whole topic because. It's important. I think it's a big one. This is gonna be a long episode. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's like the first step to like personal finance freedom right it's like it's it's like it's like uh rehab rehab yeah. for the the money addicts but it's really spending like, addicts but we're talking about baby steps we're not even like talking we're, we're yeah it is like it is like rehab it's like hey the first step is denial like just get over yourself like don't stop denying it set up the min account that's simple hey, yeah and these are if small. you 
start, you know, next week. That's just another week you're wasting. Yeah. Start today. Like yeah. literally just go directly to Mint. <laughs> yeah. Like 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 turn off this podcast, go listen to Mint. I mean, go log into Mint right now. Just do it. Yeah. Like what are you waiting for? Well, seriously. Before you turn off this podcast, I want to thank everyone for listening and I want to say <laughs> that uh <laughs> If you enjoyed this conversation and you want to hear more from Listen Money Matters, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes uh, and visit our website, listenmoneymatters.com. My name is Matt. I'm here with Andrew, and we are out. See you later, Andrew. Later, Matt. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, subscribe to the Listen Money Matters podcast and leave a positive review on iTunes. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.